Welcome back. Sports Radio 94 WIP. Hugh Douglas, Joe Giglio. It is the Midday Show. 215-592-9494 gets you aboard. Coming up at 1130, Odyssey NFL insider Jason Lockenfor is going to join us. He uh, He's among the newsbreakers in the NFL, and he always hears things, usually before they happen. He's very curious what, uh, what Jason's hearing on the Eagles, what they might do. Legal tampering starts one hour from now. We'll bring you all the breaking news as it happens. And back to your phone calls in a minute here. 215-592-9494. Will it bother you? If the Eagles set out the first wave of free agency, which which seems it feels more likely by the minute here. But you know, yesterday we got a, a pretty big trade in the NFL, a name that we talked about one of our first shows here together. So I think the second week we were doing a show, Jalen Ramsey, who 28 years old, still a star corner, was available. The Rams are obviously in rebuild mode. And quite frankly, he went for less than I thought. We debated a first round pick for him. He went for a third yesterday and a tight end, a young tight end to the Miami Dolphins. That That's that's kind of an interesting deal just because uh, of the corner market. We know with Slay, with Bradbury, and and you know now you throw Ramsey in there. But that's interesting. He only got a three. Yeah, and, and that was one of the things when you looked at and you were wondering, like, well, the deal went down because there were rumors. They had to hurry and get something done because of the rumors of Darius Slay about to hit the market. So right. they wanted to get ahead of that, and they took whatever they could get for him. That's why I find all this interesting. This whole corner market, the fact that, you know, you have so many different people talking about, how good the corner play was from Darius Slay and C.J. Gardner-Johnson, and they're both potentially not going to be here. So that says to me, you know, that they're trying to figure out what the market is. And by you talking about a Pro Bowl corner, considered one of the better corners in the game, only getting a third-round pick mm-hmm. for it, and a tight end, that just kind of makes you wonder what's going on. Are they trying to reset the market? I don't, I don't understand. I don't understand why – is it that right now it feels like the corner the, the corner market is soft? Well, I don't know either. Maybe part of it is all these teams playing cover two and, and just dropping everyone back that you don't maybe think you need great corners. I'm not sure what it is, but I, I, I'm i wondering, and we found out yesterday, it seems like he, they went to his preference. He wanted to go to Miami, so they kind of sent it to Miami. Mm-hmm. I wonder if the Eagles were involved. I, I, I would have hoped they would be for a third-round pick. Like, if you're going to move on from Slay and Bradbury leaves – I would have loved to replace those guys or the yeah, one of them I, with Ramsey. I, I still think that there's probably uh, an issue of trying to resign him too. I think that there's probably going to be some of that. So the so the third round pick probably lightens the load of uh, you potentially trying to sign him. Or, or you, but but I think that point is this: you're going to have to probably resign him to a deal. You're going to have to restructure his deal. Yeah, and and we'll see how it all plays out in Miami. But that that team, look, they they haven't paid Tua yet, right? It's it's kind of similar in essence to the Eagles. They picked up his fifth year option, but they, they don't haven't. Like Tua. Well, I don't think they do either. But they haven't paid him yet, and they're they're still being aggressive down in Miami after adding Tyreek Hill last year. I think the latest that I heard on Jalen Ramsey was that they are working on currently restructuring his his contract. Yeah. So I, th- I think you had the right of that one there, which makes sense uh, because it's pretty expensive for a couple of years. Two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four. Will it bother you if the Eagles set out the first wave of free agency? Rasheem is in North Philly. Good morning, Rasheem. What's up? What's up? What's, what's going on, man? Hey, Rasheem. What's up? Good, 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 good. It won't bother me just because of uh, we've seen that we got A.J. Brown draft day. I think we got Bradbury after the draft. So, you know, sitting out the first wave of free agency is it, almost like hype goes into it a little bit. And then when you, you know, once, once, once the death settle, you look for, you know, the players that, that are good for you. I definitely think that um, that Darius Slate will end up still being the Eagle. Um, I've seen a report that they're trying to uh, bring back CJ GJ. So I don't know how that's going to play into what, you know, you know, with the report of having them 
for, you know, telling Darius Slay that he could seek a trade. I don't know if, the, if one goes hand-in-hand with, with each other because I would like both of them back. But, you know, what we all know it's a business. And I'm on, like, I'm the type of dude, like, you know, get your money. Like, I, like, I understand you want to stay in Philadelphia and everything. When I hear players talk about, uh, when I hear fans talk about, yeah, he should take a pay cut. Like, like to me, like, I like I, like, I don't get that. Like, I want Darius Slay to take as much money as he can. If it's with the Eagles, then that's fine. If it's not, then, you know, there's no hard feelings because football is a physical game and you only have, you know, a certain amount of time to play. He's probably going to have to retire at 34 years old. So, bro, go, go ahead and take your money. And then and, and I'm fully confident uh, in Harry Roseman and how he's able to set his deck up even later on into the offseason, you know. So, you know, I'm not I'm not going to panic at all. Yeah, at and all. Rasheem, I, I get that because last year, you know, they, they had made so many big moves. But a lot of that was some luck, Rasheem. Like, like, James, it was some luck. Like, sure it was. James, James Bradbury got cut in May. Like, that, they're lucky that they got cut in May. Everybody wanted Bird. Michael, Michael Jenkins was signed a little bit after that. Just because, you know, the high price and the big names, you know, you know, not all not always they're gonna perform you, you know how you expect. You know, sometimes the door the lower guy, like James Bradbury, he was a lower level free agent for us. Um um almost you could say the same thing with CJ Giza, even though we traded for him, but I don't think nobody expected for him to perform how he did. So I think Harry Rosen's almost gonna take it to, you know, I'm a bet on the one-year contract and then see where it's going to get me after this point in time because, you know, at the end of the day, we don't have a bunch of money, so we can't just jump all in and be all in a lot of these guys if we don't have the money for it. It, so. it is kind of interesting how, how they're going about handling this. Mm-hmm. I will say right. that because it, it's like you, you think – you look at – the you read the tea leaves and you think they're moving one way, Yep. and then all of a sudden – you hear something else, and you're like, "Wait a minute, what's going on here?" So it's it's kind of hard to read it. Maybe maybe it's the smoke screen. Who knows? Who knows what they're doing? Let me ask you one question, Hugh. I hear everybody when they talk about you know you know I guess see how the Chiefs went to the Super Bowl with four free agents, like I mean, with four rookies in the secondary, but they had Patrick Mahomes. Yes, Jalen Hurts is a good quarterback, but I don't want people to, to, to try to. T- like not try to like Patrick Mahomes. That's like an outlier to me. As if like when people bring up the Tom Brady thing, that's like an outlier. Those guys are different than than, than anybody else. You can't just assume that you could almost do what they did and you had the same type of success. They had Patrick Mahomes, who, who who's like a cherry A, and and, and nobody's even mm-hmm. in, his, in his facility. So I don't take it. Whereas though you could almost do what the Chiefs did, you need to almost build your team how you built it last year with talent because that got you to that point. Well, Rasheen, like, that's my like, point. That that's what, but they, I agree with you. That's why it bothers me that they might sit this out. Like they're not good enough to lose fifteen guys to go back to the Super Bowl. Yeah, but but Rasheen, to your point, they they're in the business. Like we we don't know what Jalen Hurst is going to be. Just like a few years ago, right. we didn't know what Patrick Mahomes was going to be. Right. But right. when you start looking at different quarterbacks and you start making comparisons and, and, and similarities, that's what they're hoping for. And that's why right. you put so much on him. You're hoping that he could do some of the things that that yeah. uh, Patrick Mahomes does. Now, listen, it's a but gamble. But did we see that already? But wait like, a minute. Like, that, like, that's what I was about to one? tell you. But it's a gamble. But that's the gamble that you have to be willing to take because that's how hard it is to find quarterbacks. That's why – uh, what's the name? Carson Wentz got all the money that he got because you look at the year that he had. If he wouldn't have got hurt, he would have been the MVP. He would have been the MVP, and there would have been no way on God's green earth that that Jalen Hurts would be in the position that he's in right now. That's the chance that you take at that position. That's why it's so imperative. If you got a guy and you feel like he's trending in the right direction, you try to take care of him as as quickly as possible. Like I. I got to agree with Joe a little bit. Like, to me, I think, you know, that's – I understand this is how the NFL works. When, if, when you have that quarterback, 
he's just pulled to make up for a lot of part of your teams. But we see how that really don't always work out for the betterment of the team. Like 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 losing all those type of players, and we just pitting the offensive the uh, secondary and some of the linebackers, and basically we just want Jalen Hurts to, to to make up to make that up. Like I can only name like two quarterbacks in the NFL that that, that that really does that. Like 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 we can make an argument that Aaron Rodgers and we can make an argument that Patrick Mahomes. Everybody else. Is it, it, still like you know rookie deals? With, right, uh, you're you're a product, so, and you're, Rashim. It's almost like the quarterback. Sometimes it's not that they're not good, Rashim. We appreciate it, but you could be a product of the players around you. I, I think about Russell Wilson, not the version that was in Denver last year, the good one, the good the guy that was in Seattle all those years. When he, you when he had all those players around, him, Legion of Boom, Marshawn Lynch, he had some really good players around him. He got the two Super Bowls. He won one, lost one. But then once those players started to walk out the door, that team became. I'll use the word you used to you a few minutes, an hour ago. Competitive. The Seahawks were competitive. Yeah, but they, they weren't like like they weren't a Super Bowl team. No, and and this is the thing, you th- this is the thing that fans need to understand. You you have a window, it's it's a, it's a vicious cycle that the NFL goes through. You have a window where you're competitive and you can win. You just want to be competitive because you're going to be in the race. You want to be in the hunt. You want to you want to have the opportunity to get a chip in the chair. And if you win it, great, in that window that you have. But you're going to have to start over at some point. So you try to get as many wins and be as competitive as you possibly can be, get to the dance, and see what happens. That's what the Seattle Seahawks did. Yep. And now they're going through a cycle now where Geno Smith just got paid. They're going to see how that works out, if they can go somewhere with that, you know, especially in the division that they're in. It's a little bit tougher, but they're going to they're gonna see. The Eagles, When you, you have to look at not just this team, you have to look at the division, and that's what people need. Like, you look at our division, and, I, and I've said this on several occasions. Outside of the Dallas Cowboys, who scares you? Who, you, who do you look at and say in our division that, oh, they're going to be a problem? Nobody. Like, nobody. The Giants? You look at the Giants? I mean, hey, shout out to all the Giants fans out there. Yeah, y'all team stinks. You're not going to be that great. That that's the that's the anticipation. Yeah, you're gonna long as I'm ahead of the people that I I'm gonna that's gonna immediately affect me. I'm in a good spot. The Eagles are in a good spot, and that's how they see it. Yeah, and and look, that's a way to look at this, right? The, to to win your division and, and to be a, ahead of the curve that way. But last year they were a number one seed, and, and I I don't like the idea of just sitting out and being pa- the, a great word. Remember, first call is I'm gonna use the word passive. It it feels like without. Anything out there right now about the Eagles pursuing anyone or linked anyone feels like heading towards a passive free agency. 215-592-9494. Will it bother you if the Eagles set up the first wave of of free agents? Over 60% say no. I I am blown away that people are just like... is is the, are they resigned to it, Kyle? Well, you know what? I I would have thought that we'd get that result had the Eagles won the Super Bowl. Like, it it almost feels like that could have taken a little bit of the... the Sure. So, but now... I mean, I feel like we're back now as a city. Like, it, you know, all the, oh, it's okay, we got the Super Bowl, everything's cool now. Like, no, like, now I need to see this group go back and win a Super Bowl. Like, I'm just as hurt as I'd been in, in years past as a Phillies fan before we won the Super Bowl. So I would have thought that the city would be back and, like, no, there's urgency here, but there's none. It's almost the opposite of the Phillies, right? The Phillies were game six of the World Series, and what did they do? They acted with urgency when the offseason began. They got Trey Turner, who's one of the 10 best players in all of baseball. Meanwhile, it feels like the Eagles are just, well, we might lose Chauncey Garner-Johnson, might lose James Bradbury, might lose Javon Hargrave. Hey, how we move some money around and get something done here to bring some of these guys back. Bridget's in Florida. What's up, Bridget? Hey, guys. How you doing? Good how you morning. doing today? Good morning. Hey, Good Bridget. Morning. 
Hey, uh, Hugh, I have to agree with you. I was listening to Friday's show with all that breaking news, man. That did give me a headache. <laughs> yeah, it was a lot going. It was a lot, a lot going on Friday. A lot, man. I was like, oh my god, how much? How am I going to process all this? But anyway, but no, I just feel, I, I don't want the team to break up. I mean, like this season, we clobbered everybody. I hate to see the family break up. Well, you know, Bridget, I, I hear you, right? And it, it not it wasn't a good team. It was a tremendous team that it just feels like they're willing to let it break up naturally here. Right. But, no, I don't want the team to break up because, like, five years ago or six, when we had Nick Foles, we had a team. Then he goes, and it's like, okay, now we got a better team, and our defense was better than ever. Yeah, mm-hmm. but I, I think that, like, like we were talking about earlier, and, and like I said last week, that's not a necessity. That's a luxury. And I think that that's how the Eagles are looking at at all of this. Right. Well, and they might be. And, Bridget, we appreciate the phone call. And I, I, that what she said there really hits back to the root of all this, which is they were two minutes away from winning a championship, and they're not seemingly, Hugh, aggressive right now to bring a lot of these guys back. They're, they're, it feels like they're okay letting a third or a quarter of a NFC title team just walk out the door. Yeah. And and that's I think part of that is because of the situation we just talked about. I think that they don't want to pay a lot of these guys. A lot of these guys are going to be asking for a lot of money, and they're going to be looking at it like, "Hey, this this is a payday." And the Eagles are looking at it like, "Okay, well, let's see what the market bears for you before we set the mm-hmm. market." That that is the thing. Let's see what the market bears for you. And if it's not what you think it is, then we'll come back. But you're going to come back at the number we want you to come back at. Over the last week or so, I, I probably read like five or you know, maybe ten free agency predictions. Right? They have the list of the top 25, top 30, top 100 free agents. Mm-hmm. And then they always have like – they guess, right, or, or the possible suitors. There's no Eagles in any of them. Have you guys noticed this? Like top 25, top 30 free agents, Kyle. You look at these lists. I've, I looked at them. And I kept, I kept, I kept going in, and I click it. I'm like, well, they'll probably have one eagle on there, yeah, one player ending up to the eagles. Well, none. And it's weird because usually, like, Howie's the type of general manager that has his name linked to literally every single free agent that's ever been out there, just because that's the way they handle things. They do their due diligence on these kind of guys. Yep. It's not been that way so far this offseason. It really makes you think that something different or something bad is in the works. So yeah, or a step like um almost an intentional like. Like this, it's not by accident, right? They have a, I'm sure they have a plan over there. Yeah. It's just the plan seems to be to let go a lot of players from a championship caliber team. That that feels frustrating. W- would you be upset? Would it bother you if the Eagles set out the first wave for AFC? Kevin's at Haverton. What's up, Kevin? No, they didn't get it done last year. Let these guys go. Goodbye. Just see what's on that second tier, and I don't think they're going to sit out the first tier. If there's somebody there that helps them get to the Super Bowl, they will take him. Well, I hope, Kevin, I hope you're right. I hope they don't sit out the first year because there's, I, there's good players I, I am, there. I'm, I'm your oldest caller you're going to have all week. I am right. I got, I, I've been at this a long time. Let all this play. is 32. Bradbury's old. I love Gardner Johnson. I really love him. I love him. I love him. I love him. Oh, goodbye. You know? Yeah, but, Kevin, it's interesting. But, you, you said, well, they didn't win, so move on. Like, they, were a, they won 14 games this season. Like, this, yeah. was, a, this was a tremendous team. It wasn't, like, it wasn't like it was a wire-to-wire, like, blowout. That was a very, very competitive game yeah. that they played in. Right. Very, very competitive. But when you make the playoffs in consecutive years or a lot of consecutive years, you're playing an extra half season. There's a lot of mileage on a lot of bodies on that team. Mm-hmm. And would you keep Miles Sanders? He's no. Gone, right? no, I, no I, I, I mean, he yeah. plays a position where that, that, that one right there, that's kind of a no-brainer. Unfortunately, right. that's a no-brainer. He's gone. So yeah. who would you keep? Who well, would I keep? 
I, I with I would say CJ Gardner Johnson would yep. be the guy that I would keep, but it well, was kind of <laughs> interesting that they decided to 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 let him go into free agency. Um uh, I, I don't know what game they're playing. You know, for the simple you know fact sorry to cut you off, Kevin, but for the simple fact that you're willing to let your secondary go, most of the guys in the secondary, that tells me they weren't happy with the way that they played. Trust Tally. Uh, that's that's all well, we can do at yeah, this point. You know, Kevin, I and I understand that. Um and I and I do like Howie. I think Howie Roseman's a good general manager. Kevin, we preached the phone call. But like you, we can't just Let's not pretend the last time they had a great team, they sustained it. That's not what happened here. Like we, Let's not forget, they went from the top of the mountain in 2017. Mm-hmm. They went to nine wins, nine wins, four wins. That was the next three seasons, nine, nine, four. So how, Howie doesn't have a track record of sustaining greatness. He, he can build a great team, right? He did, he's done it twice. He's built two great teams. Mm-hmm. But he hasn't sustained it. So until I see that, I can question what the heck's going on here. I mean, you can always question it, but I think that, I think the one variable – and that equation is Jalen Hurts. Yes. I, I think he's that variable. I think that how he feels that he has the guy that's going to take you for the next decade. I think that they feel that they feel strongly about that. And and like I've said before, Jalen, when I hear this young man speak, he invokes something in me that he stirs something in me that, that you know, haven't felt in a long time. That, that competitive juice, mm-hmm. those uh, feelings of, man, I wish I could play football again. You know what I mean? Stuff like that, because he is that he is that dynamic leader. I think that that's important. But it's also important that he understands the situation that he's in and he has to grow and evolve. And I believe that's going to be the case. See, all all it is for me is contingent upon him and how he approaches this, because that's what it's all about. When you go out and you let so many different stalwarts go. On that side of the ball, that tells me right away, and, and not make any moves, that tells me right away you're going to put a, a a whole lot more on this young man's plate. And he has, he has to show and deliver. Yeah, I agree with you, and I think your premise is correct, that that's what they're thinking. Boy, that's a lot to put on him, though. And I'm not saying he's not capable, and I'm a, I'm a big Jalen Hurts fan, but, man, part of the reason why they were so good last year is he played at a super level with a super team around him. It, it, it's a very... It feels like a lot. It feels like a lot to put on Jalen Hurts. Al's in Uptown. What's up, Al? Good morning. Al. Hey, good morning. Good morning, gentlemen. Good morning. Good morning. Hey, Al, what are you thinking? Hey, listen, man, I think that you're – this is my first time calling also. He's your show. Um, I feel like it's just a little anxiety there, but I think that the Eagles are going to be okay. I think there's a possibility that maybe Howie can see something and maybe re-sign Bradbury and CJ, but he's, he has to balance it out with – Jalen's contract, and then you can replenish the team through the draft. As far as like, um, like maybe they could pick up the kid Witherspoon or Carter, or you know what I mean, in the first round, or trade back. And I think he's going to do some willing and but I think that we'll be in a situation where we'll we will contend for a long time. Well, Al, that's that that's what I think everyone hopes for, right? You have a young quarterback, a, a young coach, uh, you know, mm-hmm. kind of a new team that this this could sustain for a long time. But that is, but they could also, Al, they could have a dip this coming year if they let all these guys go. Yeah, but I don't think that you, I don't think it's everybody that's going to go. He's not. I don't think it's going to be the point where he's only going to be able to sign nobody back. I think he's going to be able to focus on one person. Hopefully, that he gets got done, and then you got to replenish. I'd like to see it. I think that uh, I think that his track record shows that you know he knows something. So 
I feel, I feel like it's worth a shot. And I think Jalen is the ultimate leader, and he shows that his skill set, his skill set is doing nothing but building at this point. Like, when you look at what he's done from year one to year three, that's amazing. Nobody believed in this kid. Nobody thought, they thought he was just going to be a running quarterback. But the way how he evolved, man, you can do nothing but think that this kid's going to get better. And if he gets better, what, what's stopping him? Yeah, you know, now that it's it's interesting as you say that, and how how we appreciate it. I mean, Hugh, the the and how he said it last week or two weeks ago. They don't even they don't haven't seen Jalen Hurts' ceiling yet. Like he no. he already burst through what most people thought his ceiling was. Now, I mean, I, I think we could probably guess what his ceiling is. It, maybe it's still higher than we think. Yeah, there there was no he ran out of adjectives trying to describe. Just kept using the word yeah, elite, kept elite, because he he didn't know what other word was better than elite. Uh. I think that's what Jalen is, and I think that's what they're betting on. The moves that they've made so far and the fact that they're kind of – he's their priority. And I think that with everything that's going on, the reason why you haven't heard a whole lot is because they want to make sure that whatever their coffers they have in their coffers, that they have enough to pay this young man. Well, that, that's, that's obviously their number one priority. He's the future here. But in the present, I'll be bothered if they sit out the first wave of free agents here. 215-592-9494. for will bother you if the Eagles sit this whole free agency wave, the first one out. It all starts at noon today. Coming up next, your calls, and we'll talk to Odyssey insider Jason Lockenfora. See what he's hearing as it pertains to the Eagles of free agency. Chauncey Gardner-Johnson, James Bradbury, Hargrave. Are they coming back? Are they going? A slate trade. Lockenfora joins us next right here on the Midday Show. Sports Radio 9. Welcome back. Sports Radio 94 WIP. Hugh Douglas, Joe Giglio. It is the Midday Show. 215-592-9494. That is how you hop aboard. On this Monday morning, it feels like an, our our, um, our brand manager, Rod Lakin, walked through the hall saying it's the calm before the storm here, Hugh. It, it does feel that way. Oh, he's pretty excited because we don't know. Like, this is the day where anything and everything is going to happen. Deals are going to be made. Uh, conversations are going to yep. be had. And people are going to get paid. Yeah, it's legal tampering at noon today. And joining us right now to talk about it, Odyssey NFL insider Jason Lockefeller, the host of the Odyssey Original Podcast in the Huddle with Brian Balder and Carl Dukes covering the entire NFL. Jason on with Joe Gillian and you, Douglas. How you doing, Jason? Jason. What's going on, gentlemen? Jason, I, I have a question for you, man. This has kind of got me I, – I don't know what's going on, but why does it feel like the cornerbacks in the NFL now, they're not as valued as what they once were? Is the value going down for cornerbacks? We're – Coming off of the Jalen, the Jalen Ramsey trade, I guess is sort of the the Jalen Ramsey, the, the the Darius Slade, the yeah. C.J. Gardner Johnson situation. It just doesn't feel like they are as coveted as they once were. Well, I think in some of those instances, specifically when we're talking about the jam that the Saints were in um, a year ago and the jam that the Rams are in right now, I mean, some of these teams are, are you know, they and I applaud them for doing it, but they mm-hmm. spend, spend, spend. They run the credit card bill up. Right, and then something that you'd like to think of as um, one of the main things, you know what I mean, or one of your foundations, mm-hmm. has to be let go because the way that these different contracts are structured, you know what I mean. There's certain guys who, okay, we can we can get all this off our books in one fell swoop, and he's a little older than we like, you know what I mean, and we've yeah. had success drafting at that position before, <laughs> so it's not excuse me, it's not ideal, um, and, and I don't. I, my suspicion is it's more sort of anecdotal or more random. You know what I mean? That it's these posi- that it's this particular position. Mm-hmm. Uh, because, the, you know, it, it happens. It's going to happen at wide receiver. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know if DeAndre Hopkins is going to get what he wants from his next team. But I know he ain't going to make what he's set to make in Arizona. Mm-hmm. Um, 
And and let's, you know, see how some of this plays out. But the case of Jalen Ramsey, I, I didn't think they were going to get more than a three for him because of the way that contract structured, because they're now a rebuilding team in a lot of ways. And mm-hmm. look, they're saying they're not going to trade Stafford, and they're saying they're not going to trade Aaron Donald. They would love to trade Stafford. The contract is just structured in a way that it's nearly impossible. And I think Aaron Donald, if he wants to finish his career with the Rams, you know what I mean? And Aaron Donald's going to finish his career with the Rams. Um, but this is what happens when teams reach a point where, the, you know, the, the salary cap, which you can elude for a very long time, you know, eventually will catch up to you. Jason, what are you hearing on the Eagles? A lot of big name free agents, especially on the defensive side of the football. Um, you know, we're, we're kind of getting the feeling here they're going to sit out this first wave of free agency, maybe let most, if not all, these guys go. What are you hearing on the Eagles? And, and could it be a purge here of a team that was just in the Super Bowl? Well, look, I, I think certainly they're, they're going to let a lot of these guys see what's out there for them. And then selectively, you know, if, if they feel like they can match or come close, you know, then they'll give them something to think about. Uh, but, yeah, they're, look, they're, they went for it. They were all in. A lot of guys a year ago, you know what I mean, kind of decided, you know, the Fletcher Coxes of the world, yeah, I'm going to stick around. Yeah, I think this team could be something special. It certainly was something special. Um, but, yes, there's going to be turnover on the defensive side of the ball. No two ways about it. You know, I would think somebody like Hargrave is going to crush it if for whatever reason, you know what I mean, he doesn't or it's it's a little softer than, than you thought. I, keeping him on that – Defensive line, I know, would be an absolute priority for them. Um, you know, and the Slay thing is going to have to play out. Like, I don't think they're going to just give him away. Mm-hmm. You know, I, 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 I don't. Um, but uh, you get a little older, the contract is significant. Um, and, you know, not every team thinks they're a Darius Slay away from winning a Super Bowl. So it does limit your market. As far as Miles Sanders is concerned, uh, what do you think the market is going to be for him? There's a lot of guys out there, man. Yeah, I, yeah. It's tough sledding. I, I, look, I, I heard the Giants had 13 on the table for Saquon, which he should have pounced at. I mean, I, I would take that before I'm messing around on the franchise tag. I don't think it's going to be great for any of those guys. I don't know that 13's out there for Saquon. I don't think 10's out there for most of these guys. Um, the one who would have been best positioned, I think, to at least push some of the parameters would have been Jacobs because – there's not a whole lot of tread on that tires, and you really don't have to take him off the football field. He, he is an every-down back, but obviously he got tagged for good reason. So I, I don't think any of these guys are hitting home runs. I, I don't think that they're going to be priority signings for these teams by and large. I think that market – you often find 10 days into free agency, there's a position or two where you're looking around saying, damn, all those guys are still there. It's happened with safeties before. It used to happen to box safeties all the time. Now they get – paid a little bit more um but it would not surprise me if we're talking a week from now and a lot of those running backs are still kind of standing there looking around like wondering where, where payday is we're talking for we get set for the start of legal tamper in about 20 minutes here uh, jason when it comes to all the big names out there with the eagles and, and all their players here um how much is the jalen hurts contract eventually going to play is it playing into this right last year you oh, said sure. it they went all in are, are they going to let most of these guys go because jalen hurts about to get paid i mean i, I think look some of these guys I, I think they were probably ready to move on for you know what i mean some of these guys you, you got to be careful having too many dudes on their last contract right then they've They've been pretty proactive about that, and they, they had a, you know, a pretty special thing going, particularly on that side of the ball. But then, you know, 
changes change is inevitable, right? They've got different coordinators. I mean, this is sort of the cost of, of being successful, right? People move on. People end up being worth elsewhere with, with maybe you knowing them as well as you do and knowing all their medicals and knowing everything behind the scenes. You know, you, you have to pivot and go in some different directions. But the thing that the Eagles have done that these other teams, like we're talking about, like the Rams and the Saints, haven't, the Eagles have draft capital. You know what I mean? The Eagles have the ability <laughs> to manipulate <laughs> excuse me, this board however they see fit and continue to, if they, you know, a slay or something like that, continue to get future assets in return. So <clears throat> I would be focused on that in Philadelphia. Um, that is your lifeblood. Draft and develop is the best way to go. They, you've seen it with the quarterback. But, yeah, Hurts, obviously – going from making peanuts to, I don't know, somewhere between 45 and 50 a year, it's going to factor into what you do. But, I mean, but look, Buffalo had Josh Allen. Now, that 43, I guess, looks like a bargain now, but that's how it always works with quarterbacks. You know, they were competing in a very tough AFC year in, year out for a few, for a few years now with him, you know, at 43. So it's also not the doomsday scenario that people painted out. I mean, when you have a quarterback who's worth that kind of money in his prime, that's, that's a first-world problem, man. Yeah, no question about that. Speaking of quarterbacks, have you heard anything about Aaron Rodgers and what he's going to do? <clears throat> I don't think he has anything out there other than the Jets. Um, not at this price point. You know, not, not at the $59-plus million he's set to make this year. And on a contract that will allow him to strong-arm whoever his next team is next year as well <laughs> and string them out and play the retirement game or – hang out in the coffin for three weeks or whatever the hell he does. So I, I, I think he needs to be a little careful here. He's not used to not being, you know, the whatever, the hottest guy in the room. But, like, he, he, he's not in this quarterback roundabout here that's going on or carousel or whatever. And if he overplays his hand with the Jets, um, you know, he, he might be left with an untenable situation in Green Bay where they want to play Jordan Love. Jason, who does Lamar Jackson take his next next snap for? Oof. <laughs> I mean, look, the fact that GMs or per- personnel directors or PR guys are immediately whispering to people in the media, nothing to see here. Don't, don't connect us to Lamar Jackson. Whoops. No, we don't want to know that. Why would we? Is I wouldn't read a whole lot into that. Like, nobody wants to send the signal. You know, it's like the teams that were left at the altar for Deshaun Watson last year, right? That didn't really go well for any of them. Mm. None of them had great seasons. Atlanta had to go back to one of the most treasured players in franchise history, Matt Ryan, right, and trade him after that because after telling him, no, 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 you're a guy, you're a guy, you're a guy, he found out, no, I wasn't your guy if you got the other guy. So there's no reason for the Atlanta Falcons to be in the street telling everybody, of course we make sense for Lamar. Who could be better for Lamar than us? We could win a division title, you know, with him next year and finally have a home playoff game in this beautiful stadium that we've been built in, and they've, they've played more significant soccer games here than football. Um, but there's no, it serves no purpose for them to do that. And they may have to play Desmond Ritter next year if they don't land a big fish, and they don't want that kid to feel like he was second banana. So... I would just say let's let this breathe a little bit. Like the legal tampering period has just started, which means now Lamar Jackson can have conversations with any owner he wants or any GM he wants, and and he will. Those conversations will happen, and teams will have to be working behind the, the, the scenes with the Ravens as well to figure out, like, if we have to go off the grid, does this become a sign-and-trade scenario? 
Um, it's, it's complex, but it's hardly impossible. It only takes one team, and you could concoct a list of at least ten who should at the very least be exploring this, would at least behoove them to have a conversation with this young man and see, you know, what the future might hold for them. So I would say right now um, I would take the field over the Ravens um, and let's let this field, you know, kind of give it a little time to, to coagulate here. Jason, last one for you. If you had to pick one, Bradbury, Chauncey Gardner-Johnson, Javon Hargrave, that would be back with the Eagles. If, if you think they they jump in and, and you know, bring back one other guys, who would you pick? Man, I, I think Hargrave. You know, you, you, you've gotten a little long in the tooth. Um, and again, I, I get it. He's not a spring chicken either. But I know how much they prize building that thing from the inside out. You know, and I, I think if you're able to keep a guy like that, man, it makes other people around him better. Great stuff. Jason, appreciate you hopping on. Appreciate you. And uh, we'll My obviously pleasure, be checking Enjoy in soon. Agency. There he goes. Jason Lockefora, Odyssey NFL Insider. Make sure to follow In the Huddle on the Odyssey app or subscribe wherever you get your podcast. He's a little, he's a little under the weather. Yeah, he uh, maybe a little choked up. Maybe he's got a lot of things going on. So <coughs> I would be focused on that. Probably was smoking a little bit of that live. Who knows? Who knows? I mean, he's I mean, he's got to also relax a little bit. He's got he's gonna be busy starting at yeah, noon today. Yeah, he got to he got yeah, he got rest his voice a little bit. He's also obviously not a fan of uh, of oh, Aaron Rodgers. Not like Aaron Rodgers. Is, what do you say? He's gonna be in a coffin somewhere or something? Yeah, that was a little personal. Yeah, that was. Uh, so by the way, I saw an update from a guy who covers the Packers out in Green Bay. Still, the Jets and the Packers still have no idea what he's gonna do. We're in we're now eighteen minutes till free agency. He's gonna ride this out as long as he possibly can because, like you said, he he knows that you know he wants somebody that he has a team that wants him so he's just going to make him sweat it a little bit well that's what I mean, he's been making the jets sweat it for five days now which is which is obviously an aaron Rodgers thing to do 215-592-9494 a lot to dive in on here a lot to react to would it bother you if the eagles sit out the first wave of free agency will it bother you because it does feel like we are heading there more than 60 percent of our poll will not be bothered which is which is amazing to me josiah is in warrington hey josiah how you doing man how you guys doing what's going on man how hey, you buddy. doing buddy Oh uh, man, I'm doing great. I'm doing great, man. Can't complain. So, um, so yeah, the, the answer you guys question pretty straight up. Um, I feel like it wouldn't be a problem if we sat out and wait, just because I feel like how we was playing the long game. Um, like like the guy Jason just said with the cough. Um, you know, he he said he talked about the draft capital that we had, and um, he compared us to teams like the Saints and the Rams. That that's a, that's a move that they didn't take. And if you look at the cap situation, I mean, it proves that. So, uh. I feel like Howie's playing the long run, man. I think he's just sitting and waiting, um, seeing what these guys' market value is. And you never know. You may look up two weeks later, a week and a, a, week and a half later, and um, Garner Johnson is still there. Um, I don't think Bradbury will still be there, but you may still have guys in play with a lower market value. So <clears throat> I think with Howie's doing the smarts, to be honest. Well, it could, it could work out that way. I mean, Josiah, there's a chance. And I think some of their guys, maybe TJ Edwards, maybe Miles Sanders, like there's certainly going to be some of their guys that don't get signed Right. Today, tomorrow, you know, Wednesday when it, when it actually opens for real. That, that is certainly possible. But, Josiah, there's also a chance, like, you know, within an hour or two, we start hearing that, you know, Chauncey Gardner-Johnson has agreed to a deal with the, I don't know, whoever, the Broncos for, you know, yeah. $15 million a year. Like, they all could be gone by the end of the day. Yeah. yeah. I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't yeah. expect those guys of that caliber with the agents yeah. that I know that they have to be, be around long because mm-hmm. they're going to try to get all the money first. And as they should. As they, as they should. You know, um, Hugh, you know this um. You don't have a lot. You don't have a lot to play the game. That to play the game that they play, and uh, you gotta get all the money that you have to get. But I feel like the Eagles shouldn't jump the gun and be too, you know, fulfill the pressure to re-sign those guys because 
with Jalen coming up, with the dead money that we have this year, and the draft capital that we have, I feel like we can be. I feel like we we, we played a long game. Maybe next year we lose uh, three games, right? We, we're, instead of being fourteen and three, we're eleven and five, twelve and um, well, eleven and eleven and six, twelve and five. You know, but you you attested to this. You know, the division other than the Cowboys and their and their own cap situation as they always are. Who uh, who really scares you? And in the NFC, the way it's looking, I mean, you can you can compete for a Super Bowl with twelve wins in the NFC next year. Yeah, just looking definitely. at the quarterbacks. Definitely, you just got to get a you just got to get a chip in the chair, man. That's that's yeah. what you want. And, and whatever, I, I'm I'm with however many te- how many ever games we win next year that gets us in the playoffs. Yeah, that that's yeah. kind of my mantra on this. Yeah, yeah. So um, you know, once you want to dance, maybe get a home playoff game. Hurts takes that. Hurts takes that next step. I think you know. If you look at the Bengals, the Bengals they went to the, to the Super Bowl, to the Super Bowl last year, and they were a play away from getting back there. So mm-hmm. I think with the offense, it's an offensive league. Um, with the coaching staff we have, we all we have a top five offense in the league. That's that's no debate. Um, t- talent wise on paper, um, you know, if you if you put that there, I think if the defense can be just capable, I think we can get back there in the week in the weaker NFC next year. Aaron Rodgers. Who knows what he's doing? You know. He, well, yeah, he, he, he's probably out. I mean, we'll, we'll, Jay, we'll see, and we'll see if he makes the decision to go to the Jets. But he's probably out too. He's probably out of the NFC. Two one five five nine two nine four nine four. There's another thing that just hit me as he talked about getting back there and all their things. You know, and we talk about all these names, guys. Are we going to get a decision here by J- by Jason Kelsey if he's playing? Like in 14 minutes, a team can offer Jason Kelsey a contract. Like. I don't know, the Giants, the Cow- the Cowboys. I'm just throwing names out there. But, like, someone could call his agent, Kyle, in 14 minutes and offer him a contract. You know, I, I, got, I mean, got, got, got Joe riled up. Now. Well, what's going on here? Make a decision. Make yeah, a right. decision. No, we're pushing Jason Kelsey out. Well, well, so something that kind of struck me is that now I saw Jason Kelsey and Travis Kelsey on their podcast. They're releasing some – I forget who they're talking to, but it's not Howie Roseman. And I'm like, all right, when are they going to release – the Howie the Roseman Howie pod. Oh, they it's, got some. They got some, some, some archive stuff, man. Look there's at some them. news being dropped in that podcast. There has to be. There's got to be a reason why they're waiting to release this Jason Kelsey Howie uh, Howie Roseman pod. <laughs> so, <laughs> if I had to guess, I, I would guess Kelsey is coming. Is not I th- retiring. I think he's coming back, and it's going to be with the Eagles. Yes. I think there's some sort of deal in place. It's definitely going to be with the Eagles. I don't know what y'all worried about. Well, but isn't it weird that he could be a free agent in 13 minutes? And oh we, yeah. We, like. A team could offer him a contract, and like we just—it's just odd to me that we don't know if he's playing it. Uh, do we remember when last year he made the decision? I feel like it was before free agency. I, are we sure? I feel like it was some—it was in like the summertime because didn't wasn't there Sirianni talking about how he sent him a keg? And, no, it was definitely was... before the summer because remember he was part of the Jurgens pick. Oh, he was right, part of this right, team. Right, right. Okay, so yeah, it was before the draft, and maybe it was just. A... I don't know. I'm I, I'm I'm not really. Uh, maybe it was just a few weeks after the free agency started. Yeah, I th- I think it was around this time of the year. I don't remember the exact date, but Hugh, I, I just wonder. I mean, maybe they know. Maybe they might know the answer. Mm-hmm. But he maybe Kelsey hasn't announced it yet. Yeah, I mean, I I wouldn't. I'm not worried. That's one guy I'm not worried about. I, I think that when you with that situation and the relationship that him and, and how we have, I think the fact that there has not been a whole lot said. Tells me everything that I need to know. That everything is good. Yeah, I th- you're probably right. Right, if, if he was going to retire, we'd have an announcement by him on that. And I don't think he'll pl- play on another team. That that's that that would be very strange to me. But it's just it's kind of weird that this thing starts in you know ten minutes or so. And you're just getting a little nervous. We need it. You well, need your support fish. I, I, forgot I, I do. Did you? Oh, you got the fish already? I didn't. I didn't. I didn't get one. Okay, that's all right. I, I need to go to a. But I got I you, a, bro. I, need to go I got to you. A, a, a pet store. Get a support <laughs> fish. 
The Schuylkill's right there. It. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if we want those fish. They've been nibbling on them dead bodies that's in the Schuylkill. Is that you, that. Douglas, fishing on the Schuylkill? <laughs> Trying to get a support fish? Because Kelsey hasn't announced if he's coming back in or not? I, 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 look, I, I would think the Kelsey thing will resolve itself here. But it's, it's just another layer to this. There's a, there's a lot of uncertainty with this team. It's, it's a bizarre amount See, of uncertainty. This, this is the thing. This is no different than any other team in the NFL. We feel like us as fans, we want to know every move that the team is going to make, so we speculate. And then they do something that we're like, wait, wait a minute, what the hell are you doing when mm-hmm. it comes to this? It's, it's, it's up in the air. It's still up in the air. I will say this, and I, we said it all morning. The fact that you're allowing your corners, after Jason Lockerford said what he said, to get into free agency as, good, as well as they played or not played, to me is mind-boggling. It's mind-boggling that you would allow a guy like C.J. Gardner-Johnson to go into free agency and then turn right back around and say, oh, we'd love to have you back. Well, if you'd love to have him back, you should have just gave him the money. Which is what they usually do. Yeah. You go through seasons, whether it's Dallas Scott or Devontae Maddox. I mean, they when they really like a player that's in his you know, you mid-20s. Know, you definitely know it. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's no secret that they like him. They like him a lot. They'll, they'll make sure it happens for him. Yeah, it's, it's a matter of how much they like him and, and what kind of price it is. So Kelsey last year announced he was returning March 10th. So that was Before right. Before free agency, that was right now. Yep. Yeah. Right. I, I don't remember what day it opened up last year, but I'm sure it was around this time of the year. It always is. It, it's certainly something to keep an eye on because that play, Hugh, that plays into it, right? Once, once Kelsey gives him the green light, okay, I'm coming back. Well, they got to figure out how much they're paying Jason Kelsey. Yeah, I think so. I, I think that there has been negotiations with that. I, I'm not worried about that one. I, I think that one is going to be one. I mean, I think it's done in principle. I don't think it's going to be a big deal. So, so there's that. Now the other ones, those are the ones that are a little bit head scratching. The defensive, yeah, guys. the defensive, the defensive moves. I think those are a little bit of a head scratch. Yeah, well, that's those are the ones that that really kind of have us all confused here. Two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four. It is how you join us on this midday show. We got a lot to talk. We'll get to a Phillies uh, champ camp check in bottom of the hour. A lot of Phillies stuff going on, including some really interesting stuff. Rob Thompson had to say to the afternoon show on Friday. They had him down there in Clearwater. Joel Embiid and just the MVP push, which always happens around this time of year, feels like. We'll get to Sixer stuff as well. And a lot on the Eagles. I, I imagine we're going to hear the breaking news sounder at some point in the next couple hours here from Kyle. I mean, actually, I hope we don't. My guess is it's Well, do do you think it's gonna? I don't think he's coming back. But yeah, it's just like you know, I know, like you, you feel like you've gotten all of a sudden got a little doom and gloom going. Well, on. I'm because just I I just want to hear one one rumor. They're bringing someone in, just one. It's just gonna keep be okay. somebody. It's gonna, gonna be okay. Yeah, you just want to keep got a whole off season, guys. It's gonna be cool. Well, you you tell you keep telling me that. I'll I'll believe you when this team is is as good as they were last year, which which is gonna be difficult, obviously, no matter what to, to pull off. <laughs> <laughs> too funny. <laughs> too funny. Did Howie ever, how ever respond to you with a text message? No, he didn't. He didn't. He's doing stuff. But, you know, I did ask for him. You know, I made a request. He's moving in silence, man. Yeah, I made Let a the man work. To, to get him get him on the show at some point. Haven't gotten re- re- a response. I'm not Jason Kelsey. I understand that. I'm okay with that. Yeah. He's... My feelings are not hurt at all. And listen, we're. I mean, it's a big week a for bit, Howie. We get bit, it. The guy's a busy. A little bit hurt, though. I mean, Tiny bit? Text me back any other damn time. Step when I when I text you. Come on the show, but it's cool. I'm not tripping. Just so what, what, like, what would have made you feel better? Just like I'll get, like, I'll I get got, back to you. You know what it made you know me feel bro? I got you, bro. I got you, bro. That would made me feel 
That'll make me feel decent. But I got you, bro. That's I got you. Well, it'll make you feel like he's listening to the show. Yeah, I got yeah, you. That's he knows. Right, when I, you know, when I see you, Howie, I, I know you. I know you before you became the two-time that dude. I know you before <laughs> that, and I'm going to remind you when I you see you. You think Howie puts that on his business card? People still have business cards? Are those still a thing? I'm pretty sure he has one. Yeah, people people sure. do have business cards. Like they people, print them out. People around, yeah. It's one of uh, one of our guys gave me a business card okay. here not too long ago. So do, do you have, thing. wait a minute. What did you do with it? <laughs> did you keep it? Did you put it in your wallet? Uh, I'm going to plead the fifth on that one. Okay. Yeah. listening, <laughs> man. What you Should doing? we get business cards? Ah, <laughs> uh, no. Okay. I'm just saying. I mean, if everyone has them, you know what? We might. Yeah, let's get them. Let's get them. What would they say? The midday show. Listen, yeah. just, just hand just them the out. Midday show. Yeah, the, the, yeah, the phone number day. to call in. Ten yeah. to two. Yeah, yeah. I feel like else? you need to. Nowadays, it's like here's my link. Like here's a link to things. You right, can't put right. that on a printed. Like, so you giving you giving people your Instagram feed? That's what you no. doing? No, 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 no. <laughs> you 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 fishing for likes, Kyle? That's what you doing? Absolutely not. No. Ain't nothing wrong with fishing for likes, though. Ain't nothing wrong. I'm uh, not judging. I disagree. This There's is not judging. No, I'm just not. saying, if you if we want to expense business you cards. You trying to be an Instagram model, dude? No, man. Ain't nothing wrong with that. Well, I look like... We're going to blow it up on... What's your Instagram? <laughs> Tell them on the air. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to blow something up, that's for sure. All right, coming up. 215-592-949 for all your phone calls. Eagles Free Agency. Will it bother you if they sit out the first wave, which begins like literally in a few minutes here? Legal tampering begins at noon. We'll give you the updates. We'll have Kyle with the uh, the itchy trigger finger on the breaking news center. 215-592-9494. Are you worried about the Eagles sitting out the first wave? Also, reported over the weekend, Eagles have made a strong push to return a couple of their top guys. We'll tell you who and what it could mean on the other side right here. Sports Radio 94 WIP.